It is Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We are in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. We're going to dig into some things today. Let me tell you something. The puppet master, Mark, the perfectionist himself, is at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things anarchy. And I'm telling you, we're about to throw off the chains. Chris, Super Mario Cruz, uh... Somebody said the other day, they said, they said, what happened to all the crew? Because we have to keep hearing Chris chime in. And I'm like, listen, if you don't speak Puerto Rican, it doesn't matter what he says, because you don't understand a single word he's saying. And uh, fortunately, Chris, you have thick skin. You can handle it. You can handle it. Don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. Don't you cry. Anyway, the, uh, it is Thursday, so that means we're off the rails. Got our buddy Phil Labonte in here. The front man. All that remains, and a million other things, and a million other bands you've done stuff with, but... I've, I've been around a little bit, yeah. You, but you've done some things. You were saying earlier that uh, somebody, a producer said, my mom's a fan of yours. Yes. Like, I, like I, you're not used to that, right? No, usually it's uh, my little brother, or my, you know, <laughs> it's it's like my little brother, you know, he, he plays your stuff on rock band, or, you know, he likes that screaming song, and, and uh, you know, so it was a little weird to, to have someone say, my mom's a fan, but, you know, we've done... We've done some ballads and yeah. we, we did that the Garth Brooks cover so every once in a while it's funny when you get like like soccer moms down front that are only there because they heard what if I was nothing yeah. and they heard the the thunder rolls and then we open up with like one of our like bangers that's yeah. like blast beats and, yeah, really, and they're like are we at the right place <laughs> usually when people come to my comedy shows I could see that transition because they think it's the Chad that they saw in the front of the truck waxing uh, poetically and philosophically on uh, cultural issues and principles of life and then i get up there and start talking about you know uh stuff on stage <laughs> they're like oh wait stuff a minute. on stage yeah wait a minute uh but i'm glad you're with us man we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about it's crazy uh speaking of that i am in uh 30 more days of facebook jail as of this morning chris what did you do now? I was in jail for. I was. How do you get sent to jail while you're in jail? By being so I guess fighter. Facebook doesn't know about double jeopardy. Right. <laughs> I was. In, so I'm going to read to you what I said. Okay. So uh, two weeks ago, I made a comment. It's these little baby ass trolls, man. That uh, their mama didn't beat them, and their daddies weren't available, weren't around. And, and let me tell you, the. Uh, so I had two more days left on my sentence. They gave me another thirty days. And it's because I said the other day, I said, it'd be a shame if Al Sharpton, you know, he went down to the border to because, you know, apparently Border Patrol agents were whipping folks. Uh, he went down there to, and brought BLM and all those guys. And I said, I made a post. I said, it'd be a sad thing if uh, they accidentally put Al Sharpton on a deportation plane to, <laughs> to Haiti. Somebody's like, oh, we see where you're going with that. And I was like, and I commented, I said, well, since Al didn't give a shit about the border problem until a darker-skinned illegal migrant showed up, I reckon we now know who made it about black. I don't like illegals no matter what color. Come legally, and I'll open my arms to you. That's what got me put in for 30 days. You uh, racist I, white I male. Know. Shame on you. I know. It's out of control. So anyway, I'll just I say all that to say I'm going to be at the Hippodrome in Waco. On the 15th of October, you can get your tickets at watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. You can also check us out down in Montgomery, Texas. We're going to be at Concert in the Country. I think our set is at like 5 o'clock. But that's a good uh, good event. It's going to be uh, benefiting Boots for Troops. Our good friend Jimmy uh, Rogers down there. So check it out. Watchchad.com has all of the information. It's hard to promote things. Hard, Chris. Hard. When you're in jail. Turn your microphone on. So people can hear you, Guido Sarducci. 
Yeah. No, you're done. Okay, fine. Is your microphone not working? Some, some, one of our, some of our live chat commenters on the show snuck in here. It took the nine volt battery. <laughs> I just really didn't want to hear Chris. People keep asking, "Where's Party Foul Steve? He's doing other things." Actually, the truth is, people say, "Where's Natalie? Where's Steve?" They didn't get the vaccine, so we fired them. All right, that's the deal. Be it. Get vaccinated. <laughs> so many things we're going to get into, Phil. I'm glad you're on the show. You're living, in, you're living in South Texas now. Yeah, I live right outside of uh, San Antonio, and I love it. It's beautiful. It's warm. Yeah. Very warm. Very I'm warm. happy about that. As it gets colder in New England, it stays warm in Texas, and I'm like, this is the right decision. I know. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. So you moved down here from New England to Texas. Welcome to Texas. I appreciate it. I know I you come it. with the right mindset. So and like I said about these uh, migrants or whatever you want to call them, come legally. You came here with the right mindset. I welcome you, my friend. Yeah, there's there's no intent to uh, to move to Texas and start voting as if I'm from California or something. <laughs> I mean, like even I, in New Hampshire, though, when I you know, which is where I'm, I'm you know, my my other places. Um, it, it, that's a very liberty minded state. As much as there's a lot of people that that yeah. think that oh, you know, it's kind of like the Northeast, and so it must be just Massachusetts North or whatever. Right. It's not. They're, they uh, they they're Pretty good about the uh, individual liberty of there. Yeah, there's, there's a, they got a rich uh, heritage when it comes to the election process as well. We're going to run to a break, but before that, wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, be better? There is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Uh, I listen to this numerous times on the airplane, man. I, I'll be somewhere traveling and stuff, feeling anxious about going to a spot, and I, I'll just start listening to Headspace. It's a daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. Uh, it's the only one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever your situation, Headspace really can help you feel better if you're overwhelmed. They've got those three-minute SOS meditations for you if you need some help falling asleep. They've got their wind-down sessions, their members swear by, and uh, parents, hey, look, Headspace even has those morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, increase your overall sense of well-being, and I encourage you guys, you need to check it out. Backed by 25 published studies, it's life-changing. And uh, it'll give you the mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. So you deserve to feel happier. Headspace is simple. Go to headspace.com slash Chad. That's headspace.com slash Chad. Give you a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. The best deal offered right now. Headspace.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. So your Twitter handle is at Phil that remains. Phil right? that remains. That's Phil me, yeah. that remains. Uh, it, you guys are still out there doing it. I mean, how, yeah. how's this coronavirus and all the vaccine nonsense? I mean, how's that affected y'all? Uh, it's. I mean, it's it's been a nightmare. You know. Um, yeah. We went from the last time we played a show before this year was in November of 2019. So we didn't do anything from 2019 until July of this year. Maybe I think it was July. Yeah, July of of. 2021 that's the longest we've gone without playing a show uh since the 90s that's incredible dude. so that's it's been pretty rough but i mean i've tried to explain to people like with my touring schedule this this has gotten hard and then you get to a point where you're like then it's time to be back on stage and you're like do i remember how to do that job <laughs> you know yeah like do I, I have to remember what to do anymore i feel you the uh 
getting back on stage was a little awkward. Um, our our guitar player had just had a baby, so yeah. we only had, we were down to one guitar player and a bass player. So I, it was just a little weird and wonky. And then one of our guys just got a the breakthrough case of COVID and and wow. had to stay home. We had to cancel some shows. So it's been hard. Um, we're we're lucky that we've been around as long as we have, and we have like you know, a real career that can sustain us through these, these times where we're not out there playing shows and stuff. But there's a lot of bands and a lot of young artists that, that, you know, are really, really getting a, a kick in the, in the teeth. Yeah. And it's, it's something else, you know, it's a bad deal and people need to work. I mean, I know they yeah. think, Oh, you guys are rich. I could just take the time off and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you got to still go to work. Uh, yeah. It's expensive to do this job. I've been talking about your, you know, I get people all the time. These girls will come up to me at shows and they're like, my mom loves you. My mom loves you. And then uh, when I wake up with her in the hotel the next morning, I'm like, well, who loves me now? Anyway, <laughs> it's a joke, Chris. It's a joke. Yeah, my God. Anyway, now I am. Um, you, though, you, you come from a pretty interesting political background in terms of your convictions. And uh, we were talking, uh, Chris was asked you before, he said, uh, and of course, our, our folks that follow this show, they know Matt Kibbe, they know Eric July, sure. and two of my favorite people. And they were like, who do you more align with? And I'm like, both of those dudes are so smart. They're over my head anyway. They are uh, smart I would love men. to align with either one of them. <laughs> well, what's your take on what's going on in America? And no holds barred. I mean, just let them have it. I mean, what what do you think's happening right now? There's an attempt for an authoritarian takeover of the uh, United States government in a way that is unprecedented in American history. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nobody there to fight it. Nope. There's nobody um, there to fight it. And the worst part is the people that do want to fight it, uh, they have to deal with, essentially, it's it's just the most slanderous attacks. You know, if you say, you know, I'm for this, yeah. uh, someone will always straw me in the, the position and say, oh, well, you just want to do this hurtful thing to yeah. this person or these people or whatever. Yeah, you're an insurrectionist or yeah. some nonsense yeah. like that. Which, the, the whole January 6th sure. thing, like, the idea that it was an insurrection is, is probably one of the most ridiculous ideas that I've ever been yeah. presented with. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, on, on January 6th, I was watching it on, on, on the internet and stuff. And I was just like, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there have been bombs yeah. that have gone off in the Capitol. Like that's actually right. happened in the eighties. Like, so the idea that this was like some kind of dramatic thing, they did exactly what they were. The, the politicians did exactly what they intended to do in the same room on the same day. Yeah. It was not an insurrection. Right. That's not how insurrections end up. You no, know, that's, that's exactly right. But the, you know, you got to give everybody a little buzzword that they can build their straw man arguments yeah. with. I did an event this morning. Uh, I did a, did a spoke at a breakfast and i don't know 100 120 people at the thing and, and afterwards they were asking me questions and i love to trigger people right and that's anybody that watches this show knows that there's nothing new there but i and they were asking me you know what do we do about this and this and this and i said let me give you a word and i said i want you to tell me what you think about this word i said the word militia and they were like uh but yeah and i said no it's a constitutional word mm -hmm. i said maybe we should a little yeah. bit back to some of these kind of roots yeah you know because empower people to fight back. Yep. What, a, what an amazing concept. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and but everybody's they're waiting on somebody else to do something. And you're not gonna you're not gonna fight it back with social media. So like YouTube came out with an announcement. Well, yes. Wait a minute. I think that only government should be able to be armed. Oh like my God! China. The chai comms have taken over. <laughs> the chai exactly. <laughs> Come on, Alex. <sighs> 
Alex, chime in on this thing. I know you're usually at a loss for words for these kind of things. I mean, issues. do you think um, this is in America? You're not allowed to be armed and defend yourself or have a counterbalance to government power. <laughs> this is the new America under Biden. Build back better the Great Reset where where they turn off our energy and we let Russia have pipelines uh, into Europe, but we can't have our pipelines. You need to learn that uh, that, old American, that old American way is over. It's done. It's done. And, there, and people say, well, what are we going to do about it? That's why I keep pushing. We had on, we had Daniel Miller on the show last night talking about Texas, talking about Texas secession, talking about Texas independence, Texas sovereignty. Secession is not a terrible idea. It's not. They've been reconstituting borders and nations and states for millennia. Well, the globalists and, have seceded America away from us. That's exactly right. By the way, right. I'm stalking this guy. Well, listen, what I'm talking about. I keep about, Alex Jones in my pocket nowadays. <laughs> I was with him on Monday, and here last night, here today. You're gonna you're gonna be living on the other side of Joe Rogan before long. You guys, it's gonna be keeping it all in the neighborhood. Hey, listen, Alex, I gotta tell you though, I, you have popped up five times in the last week. Either somebody's wearing your shirt, they come walking up to me, and I'm like, I gotta call Alex. I gotta call Alex. I don't know why, but I gotta call Alex. I'm gonna get back, get you back on my show. I hey, need to. You know, I'm running. You did a great governor, job man. the time you were on. I was super drunk. <laughs> So I quit. I quit drinking. Finally, we could have the exact same conversation. I hung up my spurs. Have you? Yeah. I Are you stop. good? Are you good to go with that? Yeah, I was drinking a little too much. Yeah. Well, I do that. I still do that. I, well, yeah, you're in control. Yeah, Plus, you switched, don't look like Stay Puft the Marshmallow Man. I switched from I switched from whiskey to tequila about a year ago. See, you're cutting back. I'm cutting back. I'm, I, I'm keeping it clear these days. Absolutely. Somebody will say I'm racist for saying that. No, no, it's I, true. <laughs> that, you know, the clear liquor has, what, a third of the calories or so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. God, I love tequila. Don't tempt me. You know I'm running for governor in this state. I support you for governor. Thank you. I'm, I'm running against Greg Abbott, dude. I'm tired of these of these nonsense politicians. You need a lot of fire under his ass. That's why people should support you. That, yeah, he's, he's been trying to copy more and more old. He was really bad a year ago or so, but he's been trying to copy DeSantis. No, I know. He puts, his, he puts his finger in the air to see what's going on. I asked some folks this morning at that breakfast I was talking about. I said, does anybody know where Florida sits in terms of rankings of property taxes? Nobody ever knows. And I'm like, you know why you don't know? Because you got a guy like DeSantis in Florida who's a good leader. And you don't pay attention to crap like that because you know that with good leadership, that stuff gets taken care of. They're ranked 24th, by the way. We're 41st. Uh, but we focus on those kind of things because they become out-of-control issues in the state of Texas because we've got poor leadership. Well, that's right. And the Democrats have taken over all the major cities with their election fraud. That's why we've got to go on our own you know, uh, Texan jihad nonviolently and take this damn state back. We got to do it. We I don't want to turn Texas it into blue blood slime town. Everybody's trying to escape here to get away with, from where they came. They did not bring their BS with them. And it, the United States of America. I don't feel united with California, Illinois, New York, or Washington, D.C. There's a lot of people that are going to make stinks about talking about secession and stuff like that. An Article 5 Convention of States can make it legal. Yep. We, can, we can amend the Constitution, and we can do it completely independently of Washington, D.C. Right. Hey, More people I, need to be aware of I like a cultural secession, a velvet revolution where we just culturally pull out a system. I love sure. you guys. I hope you'll both come down to Austin on my show. But regardless, I love you, and it's awesome, awesome to see your uh, studio here up close. It's pretty, ain't it? I love it. <laughs> love you, Alex Jones. You know what somebody somebody said to me the other day? They were like they were talking about Alex. We were at an event, and and I said, you know, people could say this or whatever. I said, but the guy he's never wrong. He's never wrong, Alex. <laughs> Love you, baby. You never he's know never, who's going to pop in. He's this never place, wrong. Man, it, he'll he'll go ahead and start going off about something, and then you'll Google up there's and there's that little piece of truth that started him off, he, and you're just like, he's okay, always over the target that yep. guy. And and uh, good, good for him. I mean, not drinking, and you don't drink. No, God, I drink enough for both of you guys. That's okay. The, Someone's uh, got to. 
I, I, I mean, think someone's got to make the booze go away. I know, right? I mean, I'm, trying, I'm trying it. to help y'all. I appreciate it. I did. I had to quit the whiskey. Like, that's not whiskey in that jar right there. Let me let me move this beautiful book cover right here. See, that's not whiskey. We drank all of that whiskey and um, and filled it up with Coke and water just for the prop. Because <laughs> that, whiskey, that bottle of whiskey lasts about a day when it came in here. So, um, anyway, this, right this is the kind of thing. You, and you bring up a good point. Like, at what point in time are we going to fight for freedom? What, at what point in time are we going to say, you know what, let's quit being worried about the words. I tell people, I say, look, you're going to be called a racist. You're going to be called a, a bigot and, a, yep. and a, you know, all of these things, a seditionist, an insurrectionist, a misogynist, a xenophobe, homophobe, you name it. Just go ahead, whatever. If they're going to label you, but you still got to fight for freedom. The, those, those terms are used to make people afraid to speak their mind. Yeah. And the more people are more people that are actually throwing those terms around and using them and calling people names and stuff. In my opinion, it actually it's actually better because people become desensitized. Yeah. When you when people do things that are obviously not racist or say things that are obviously not bigoted and then someone throws, you know, a, says they're some kind of bigot. It doesn't have the sting because you're like, I know that's not bigoted. You yeah. know, like you can call me whatever you want. I know that I'm not right. a hateful person that's that's looking to uh, hurt other people's lives and, and have have, uh, you know, some kind of uh, hierarchy in society where where, you know, one group is, is held to yeah. a, a higher standard or a lower standard than others. Um, and if you're comfortable with yourself, then you really don't worry about what people call you. I had someone a while back, you know, a few years ago, you know, they want to say racist, racist, right? They said they're calling me a racist. I said. Do your best friends call you a racist? No. Well, then why do you care what a stranger says? Yeah. They're just trying to label you so they can put you in a box, categorize you, and they put you on the shelf and they don't have to deal with you. Yeah. And, and uh, this morning... And not I, only not only for, for the people that are being called racist, but what they're trying to do is make other people disregard what you say. Right. So... Right. I mean, I was just hugging on Herschel Walker just 30 minutes ago. Uh, last time I checked, he's black. <laughs> we both went to the University of Georgia. He had a he had a little more storied career than I did. <laughs> He's running what what, what is he? He's running, running for, for Senate, Senate in Georgia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I hope he gets it, man. Yeah. I'm glad to see folks like that who don't have to do it. Yeah. Getting involved. I mean Herschel Walker doesn't have to do that. Nope. I mean the guy's a pro and and you know, golly, he doesn't have to do this stuff. Nope. But he cares. <laughs> That's the thing. And I think that that's what it takes at every level is is normal people saying, you know, I, I just feel Something's burning inside of me. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I do. I love this country. I don't like what this country's become. And I was listening back to our show last night with Daniel Miller, who's the president, by the way, of, of Texas Nationalist Movement. He was like, you know, there's America, that idea, right? That idea that our founding fathers came up with. And, and, then, and then there is that, the, the place, right? There's the place. And, and, and you know, just like when Great Britain uh, had Brexit, they didn't stop being part of Europe. Yep. They're, they're still a European nation. They just pulled out of that union that was that was detrimental to what they were mm -hmm. doing. So, so man, we got to pursue freedom because it doesn't matter. And I said this this morning, too, and I hate to harp on this about what I said, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's my show. I kept saying, you know, you could talk about your taxes. You could talk about your energy system and your education system. You talk about, but if you don't have freedom, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. So we got to fight for freedom, man, and fight for liberty. So, you know, here I am. I'm a felon. What do I know? I'm, 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 I, was, I was almost, I was that close to being paroled, and I had to stick a shiv in a guy in the, in the, in the yard. Sometimes they and just deserve it. Now I'm back in Facebook jail. <laughs> Golly. You know, you talk about, you talk about um, liberty and stuff, and there's uh, the, 
I think the focus that people like Eric July put on property rights yeah. is really the foundation of, of liberty uh, in, in the U.S. Um, I'm of the mind that all rights stem from your property rights. So the first Thank property you. you have is your body, right? right? It's your body. So that's why the, 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 the COVID uh, vaccination mandates are wrong, simply because it is your body to decide whether or not you put something in it. Right. And then that extends to the rest of your, you know, your life. Things that you have worked hard for, those are your property because it's a, a representation of your past. You yeah. know, if, if, if someone, uh, you know, murder is bad because it takes away your future from you. It's, it's all a violation of property. And I think that more people should focus on property rights and realize that that's where the foundational liberties that we have stem from yeah you know and if you're watching this show or you're listening to this show i want you to rewind about 90 seconds and listen to everything phil just said again <laughs> i really do I, i'm telling you listen to the show watch the show but i want you to go back to this segment and i want you to listen to that 60 seconds of what he just said because the profundity of that truth is so real and it's so lost right now yeah I want to talk some more about that because that's that's profound stuff. Before we go to a break, um, uh, you see the bags under my eyes. I, I have to use those filters. I like I use the Facetune stuff on on my on my deal, and it has a little it, and it does it gets rid of my bags under the thing. It makes me look younger. I'm 48. Chamonix, baby, Chamonix. That's the stuff right here. Uh, it listen. Every morning you look, and again, the tequila put the bags under your eyes too, right? That's, that, that's why you're like 78 years old, I Phil, am. and you look fantastic. I am. Uh, bags puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing the new Genucel Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Uh, Susan from New Jersey wrote, I've been using Genucel for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and the small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love your product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. Not only Susan, folks, but guess what? Yes, I use it, too. I use it, too. You don't have to use the apps. You just use the, the, the Genucel, right? You get this immediate effects. You'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now. Get 50% off all Genucel packages during the final days of their end-of-summer clearance sale at lovegenucel.com slash watchchad. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com at watchchad. Lovegenucel.com slash watchchad. We'll be right back. It's an off the rails Thursday, but we got to talk about some stuff before it gets too far out of the news. You know, uh, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of uh, Staff, General Mark Milley, the uh, Mark Woke Milley, I like to call him, uh, the guy's somewhere painting his nails right now. Uh, he admitted Wednesday that he would give his Chinese counterpart a heads up if the U.S. launched an attack against Beijing. Uh, he said, hell, I'll call you, but we're not going to attack you. That's what he told uh, Li Zhang of the People's Liberation Army. Because uh, uh, that's how you Millie's win wars. a joke, dude, but yeah, let's talk about that. It's not the way to win wars. <laughs> I don't know what chapter of uh, Sun, Tzu's book, Sun Tzu's book that was. Yeah. Tell your <laughs> opponent. That ain't in the art of war at all. There are people out there that are, that are uh, making the argument that 
it is a good thing that generals are in contact with each other from, uh, you know, uh, adversarial countries or whatever, um, because that will prevent a nuclear war or, or that can prevent uh, unnecessary conflict. And I think that's a BS cope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the behavior of Mark Milley and probably um, many of the top brass at, uh, at the Pentagon uh, borders on treasonous. Um, yeah. Clearly, they went outside the chain of command. Um, they were doing things that conflicted with uh, what the president at the time yeah. would have wanted. Um, and so I don't see how that's acceptable uh, unless you're looking at it from a, a purely partisan perspective. Yeah. Or, or just, I hate Donald Trump, and so it's okay. And I think it's both. I think it's a mixture of both. There's the partisan aspect of it. There's the politics, which should not exist in, in the military like that. But I'm just kind of sitting there. I'm, I'm, like, I go through my brain of going, how does that phone call go down? Uh, this is uh, General Mark Milley. I'm calling for uh, Lee Chang. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold. Lee, uh, yeah, we're about to attack you. Like, uh, yeah, you might want to make some preparations. Are you attacking back? Okay, thanks for the heads up. I mean, how do you do that? How do you justify that in any way, shape, or form? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I don't guys, know. Well, I don't know to, what well, to say. I don't know what to I think don't know. of that. I've learned, I like, I've learned to say I don't know. Like a long time ago, I learned to say I don't know. And you can use all kind of inflections with yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Can, I mean, just all these different ways. But some, it's, You can this, also vary it like palms up. <laughs> <laughs> you could do the shoulder shrug. Thumbs up, dude. I don't... You could even cuss a little. I don't have to know. Yeah. Um, hell, I don't know. Chad, um, and since you're running for governor, yeah. you might know this. I don't know. But wouldn't you call that treason? It is treason. And that's, a, that's a Phil's point. Like, I don't think it's almost treason. I think it is treasonous, right? I mean, but at the same time, we, we've... They dance around these things and they redefine words, right? They want to keep redefining words. They want to keep redefining this stuff. Like the Afghanistan thing, to me, was treason. It was treasonous. Uh, and But they say, well, they were, didn't meet this criteria in this certain part of the definition of the word treason. And I'm like, eh, it's treasonous. Like, like I, I have this thing that we should bring back duels. Like, we should be able to, like, people wouldn't be near as offended anymore yeah. if we just had dueling. Like, you walked up with a leather glove, you slapped somebody in the face and said, tomorrow, pistols at, at dawn. From concealment, or you have to clear <laughs> your garment, matter. or is it just... Like, you're like here you go. I got a one second draw, man. I'm a, I like fighting. I like, I like <laughs> I mean, shooting guns, you know? It would just be so much less thin-skinnedness. But, like, this is the kind of stuff where I think... Like you, you keep pulling shenanigans like this, and at some point, it's like somebody's going to get hurt. People have gotten hurt, actually. So, so we keep redefining things or whatever, but or we could just call it what it is and hold people accountable. Nobody gets held accountable anymore. The accountability, I think, is key because regardless of what you, what people want to call it, there's always been spin and always been people trying to uh, control the narrative. You're going to get that from every White House. You're going to get that from ev- from you know whoever is behind the microphone at the podium. Um, but the accountability about the situation, um, I think that that is something that we've lost. Yeah. Um, you don't see people really being held accountable. You didn't see 
Bill Clinton be held accountable for lying under oath. You didn't see uh, anyone in the Bush administration no. being held accountable for for getting us into uh, Iraq. Um, you you didn't see you you will not see anyone be held accountable for the you know cluster F that was the mm. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a military historian, and I was never a general in charge of a war, but I'm pretty confident you don't take the guns out of a hostile nation first. Right. You take them out last. Right. Get all your people out, then you take the guns out. So I, I don't know what the thought process was, but there needs to be accountability. There, there does. I mean, so, you know, Donald Trump has a, a phone call, and what are they doing? They... They they don't. It's not just accountability. They're crucifying yeah, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter we're gonna split. We're gonna interpret this thing every way we can until we come up with something for impeachment, and and that's that's ain't accountability. That's a witch hunt. Yeah. Right. I'm not. We're not advocating for witch hunts here. Nope. It's like when it's slapping you in the face. At what point in time are you gonna fight back? And you'll see. So so hypothetically, say say uh, Ron DeSantis runs and wins uh, for the presidency yeah you're gonna see ron DeSantis being treated the same way that donald trump was um i don't think that people paid enough attention to mitt romney being called a nazi when it was going on mitt romney is the most milk toast boy scout yeah just gross politician that you're ever going to come across with binders full of women you know and and exactly and he was a bigot and he was a nazi and etc so that goes to i think that that speaks to my point earlier about the fact that get used to the name calling because it doesn't it's not about whether or not it's true it's about if they can convince other people that you're this bad thing and that's what they did with donald trump now donald trump Gave them a whole lot more <laughs> material to uh, yeah, to work with. Keg. Yes, but someone like Ron DeSantis, who uh, I'm not super familiar with his history, but I assume a JAG officer doesn't have those kind of uh, skeletons in his closet. I imagine there's no Stormy Daniels right. uh, looking to to hit up. Uh, uh, Ron I love DeSantis. when people say JAG officer. I'm just glad they add uh, Isifer, <laughs> so it's not just JAG off, sir. <laughs> I'm familiar. But you're right. Yeah. yeah you know. He's just jag off this, sir. Uh, but you're right. I don't think there's that stuff there. And uh, But you remember when, when George but W. Bush was the biggest idiot yeah. and the biggest racist and the biggest... All, they were burning him in effigy. Now he's Michelle Obama's best friend, yeah. right? And, and it goes as back as far as I can I can think. I remember, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing this man because I, I am a huge fan of the band, but I remember in, in the 90s, Kirk Hammett... Mm-hmm on the uh from metallica the guitar player from metallica on the uh the dvd or video that they put out a uh, year and a half in the life of metallica he called pat buchanan a nazi yeah. and i'm and back then i didn't think anything of it sure. um but then now to think back it's like so this this narrative of conservatives being nazis or or being the most detestable thing that you can come up with uh it's been it's it's not new it's been going on forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I think that it's, it's a bad thing. <laughs> and now you have the globalists going, show me your papers. Yeah. Sir. You know, 
Call me your papers. So apparently Nazis are a thing uh, in, in the modern world. Hey, uh, friends, today's headlines keep warning us about the shortages of almost everything we can depend on. Listen, don't don't go make some big run to the grocery store. You should be in a situation where you don't have to do that. Have food prepared. Uh, if you want to know, if you want to be prepared for tomorrow, get ready today, folks. Uh, get some emergency preparedness food, the kind that stays fresh up to 25 years. That's right. Long time. Uh, that's your food insurance policy. That way you get to eat. Your family gets to eat no matter what happens. Uh, you need to have a three-month supply of food for every person in your family. Right now, I'm going to help you save $100 on the top-selling three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the number one preparedness company in America. And check them out. They don't just sell food. They sell all kinds of stuff to help you survive and to, to thrive in the middle of hard times. But their food kits will make sure you get 2,000 calories a day. And if you want to claim your $100 savings, go to preparewithchad.com. Uh, go there now the food's going to be shipped fast it'll be delivered discreetly to your door unmarked boxes for your privacy preparewithchad.com save 100 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit preparewithchad.com we'll be right back Man, I don't know if you guys understand this or not, but this spending bill, this spending bill that's on there, I, like this thing is ridiculous. So I have a solution when it comes to this, because uh, like what they got, like two four point seven trillion spending plans. Four point uh, seven. What is it? Is it four point seven now? Yeah, like two of them. Like I, it's got to be huge. So you get you get three point five trillion, four point seven. I don't even know. Well, why don't we just make it like a hundred trillion? And that we'll way we could wipe away everybody's mortgages or credit card debts and everything, like no matter what. And while we're just making shit up, let's just give every child a unicorn. <laughs> How about that? Like, I mean, why not? Because, I mean, this I, I keep saying the money ain't there and the money ain't theirs. Like, it's not their money to give away. When you've printed more money in the last six months than all of the history of the United States combined, this is crazy. So, anyway... They were the Democrats were desperately racing Wednesday to keep alive Biden's two signature spending plans as renegade members of their party signal their willingness to kill both. So you had Joe Manchin, uh, key moderate. (laughs) Oh, we're waiting on Joe Manchin to save the day. We're in trouble. Uh, Said he wouldn't support a pending three point five trillion dollar budget reconciliation bill. Have you seen? Phil, have you seen like this bill, like printed out on paper? Like it's, <laughs> I, like it's that thick. I've not seen this one in particular, but I have seen bills that are similar, <laughs> and it's unreadable. No, there's it's, no human being that has read the whole thing. No, it'd be like stacking like eight Bibles on top of yeah. each other and saying, "Oh, have you read this?" No. Um, anyway, so Nancy Pelosi scheduled a Thursday vote on the infrastructure plan. Says she was taking. Things, I can't even do it right now. I'm so pissed off. Hour by hour, following an emergency White House meeting with Biden and Chucky Schumer, she hoped to have a better grasp on the situation following Wednesday night's congressional baseball game. Priorities, priorities. Do you have that clip of her talking? Nancy Pelosi. Play Michael Jackson. Why get mad at members? Why twist the arms of moderates if, if, if this is not going to move anywhere? What are you talking about? We have a responsibility to uphold, to lift up the full faith and credit of the United States of America. That's what we have to do. These members have all voted for this last week. So if they're concerned about 
how it might be in an ad. It's already in an ad. It's already in an ad. So let us give every confidence, every step of the way that we will do that. Yankee Pelosi. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. So bad. Gosh. I mean, it's again, it's... (laughs) Jen Psaki, uh, she said that Biden, who canceled a planned trip to Chicago amid the looming crisis, would attend the game. That's the baseball game. <laughs> if necessary, to help seal a deal. If I go to the baseball game, will it get you to do the thing I want you <laughs> yeah. to do? Yeah, I'm going to go to a baseball game and I have a chocolate, 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 chocolate chip. Um, I can't blame him about, like, I can't take the the crap out of him for his opinions about ice cream because ice cream is great it is but you, you know, know if you go to alz.org it's actually a treatment for alzheimer's no. eating ice cream yet yeah, keeps people aware and in the moment so they actually treat dementia patients with ice cream because if you're needing to be like astute or aware in a moment pay attention to something they give them ice cream. i had no it idea you can actually go to alz.org and it's what we talked about this for a while and and that's why you always and that's also why you always see him carrying something like you never see presidents carrying newspapers. Nope. Yeah. He got off the plane the other day with that big old stack of newspapers. Like yep. you read that? Mm. No, it's because it's because whenever uh, they, they when they walk when dementia patients walk they don't swing their arms they don't swing their arms so he walks you know kind of like Frankenstein with them right yeah. there so they put something in his hands to keep that from going which is why Nancy like Pelosi yeah. also has like what a thousand dollar worth of ice cream. Under her fridge, remember that? Yeah, Nancy's got all that expensive, expensive proof in her twenty thousand dollar refrigerator. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yep. Ooh, I gotta get me one of those. Um, it was nice. Some of that French laundry. Gavin Newsom ice cream is what the hell that is. Oh my <laughs> god. So we're broke. They want us to be broke. I mean, they want to drive the economy in the ground. They. It's all part of the globalization. Uh, and, and you know, whatever. It, what's that? What's that word? I'm not supposed to use that new thing about that order i it's can't the remember order what, new the world? order something about order, the world. order new world that, i think the thing that we get penalized every time yeah. i mention the in 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 w it's like nwa yeah. no that's not it I, no, like, they won't penalize oh, you for talking oh, about nwa oh. but nwo they will oh, oh who's they other deal. they did you check your phone what i sent you what'd you send me i mean look, uh, right? breaking senate passes funding bill averting government shutdown Measure heads to the house. Drag. I want them to shut down. Yeah. I want them to shut the F down. Like, no salaries, nothing. You're yeah. out. And then abolish I, it. Get rid of <laughs> it. Like, done. Let's start from scratch. Like, here's what we do. Like, everybody that has a seat, just boom. You're like, you're just vacate. Now, let's go read from page one, the Constitution. And let's read, let's read, like, start right there and say, okay, uh, let you want to talk about a great reset, as Glenn likes to t- call it. Let's do it for real, because this shit show is off the tracks, man. Just start abolishing things. Yeah. Just if, if it's in D.C., get rid of it. Gotta go. I mean, we woke up September 1st with 666 new laws in Texas. I mean, that's exactly what I was wanting September 1st. It was new laws, more laws. Let me have more regulation, a whole bunch more. Just gotta go. Like we were talking about off air, get rid of the Department of Education. Yep. They don't teach anything. Nope. They don't teach anything. Started in 1975, and they have been failing consecutively every year since. The test scores go down. Right. The prices go up. All it does is give money to unions. Get out of here. God, we could go on for DOE, hour on that. get rid of Department of Transportation. States can figure it out. Get rid of uh, Department of the Interior. Get rid of HUD. HUD. I mean, I can I cut. And yeah. I'm, I'm talking real cuts. That's why when people go, when you talk about running for governor, you talk about making government. It's like I'm running on the platform. Let's get government out of your life. You know, let's make politics boring again. Let's get government out of your life. People are like, well, like, what do you mean you would cut things? I'm like, like that guy over there, 
he doesn't have a job anymore. Like yeah. that guy, like see that guy walking across the lawn right there in Austin. He's out. He's out. Gone. That I'm, guy. I'm not going to make this story too long, but my mom used to work for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, and one day. I ended up in a room with her and some of the people she worked with and the conversation was going on. And I was just like, well, I'd get rid of all your jobs anyway. And my mom knew. <laughs> my mom's like, you know, she knows my opinion. She's like, yeah, you know, I, and her friends just the jaws dropped. Couldn't believe that I said that. And I'm like, you guys write permits for people to own feathers. Yeah. Get out of here. Go away. Go away. That's right. Get out of here. Play a TikTok. Make me feel guilty. Let's see it. Oh, look at this. What are they doing? Uh, shopping. They stealing stuff? That's San Francisco shopping. Just loading up. Insane. There's no ramifications for it. What is that, the perfume counter? How good do you need to smell? Insane, yo. God, they don't even wipe yo, their ass in, the in San Francisco. The they right perfume? Now. It's going straight to eBay. <laughs> good point. That's an, in, that's an income generation tool. Wow. Look at this. Wow. They just let them go. Look at this. Insane, TJ. <laughs> insane. Well, what's insane is you and that mask trying to communicate. Uh, <laughs> take the damn mask off, and then, uh, and then maybe we can understand what you're saying. But, but what, wouldn't it be great what they should do? We should do a parody video of this, Chris, where, where somebody steal, they're stealing stuff, and they run outside, and somebody's got a gun, and they steal it back from them, <laughs> and then they run a little ways, and somebody steals it from them. <laughs> just, I mean, where does it end up, you know? Well, I, I think it ends up on eBay. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere. They're, they're selling this stuff. I mean, this Absolutely. is how they're funding their own black market right here. No pun intended. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm <laughs> and I don't even know if those were black guys. I just saw their pants were sagging. So I'm, I, I made an assumption, Chris. I made an assumption. Makes an ass out of you and me. Label me. Put me on a shelf. Whatever. I'm a Nazi. Anyway, they, this is, dude, San Francisco, at what point in time, they need a big old high tide, right? Like most of that California coast is just, oh, it's trouble. Arizona Bay. Tool was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love, uh, there's, there's, I got a ton of friends in California. California oh, I do too. State. But they're, they have, you know, their government's a little off the No, off the I say all the time, it's been historically speaking for live shows, my most supportive state. People never believe me, but it is. People show up. Uh, in fact, I was just talking about a show I got coming up in March. I got, well, I got two. I got one in Reading. I got one in Modesto. And uh, they show up, man. But I'm like, they're just getting, they're good people out there. They're getting screwed by the bureaucracy. Yep. Screwed by the bureaucracy. Yep. Uh, hey, while we go to break, go steal some stuff. It's good for you. We'll be right back. Paul Abonte, what do you got coming up, man? Uh, we are going to be kind of laying low in the, this winter. Yeah. We will be doing a new record that will be released awesome. next year sometime. We've got a, an anniversary tour for a, a record that came out in 2006 called The Fall of Ideals. Uh, that'll be starting next year. I, I don't have dates quite yet, but it'll be like March, April, May around then. Um, but yeah, the most most of our uh, our time is going to be spent uh, writing new material. I stream on Twitch on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, Love and uh, so keeping busy, staying uh, staying in the uh, kind of in the motions of of performing and writing music and stuff. Now, real quick, whenever you're recording, where, where do you go? Do you go to L.A.? Do you go to Nashville? Where New England. New England. No Westfield. Kidding. Really? <laughs> yeah, Westfield, Westfield, Massachusetts. I love asking people that because it's it's, it's talented. 
people all over the place, producers yeah. all over the place. And so nowadays, take with, it for granted. with computer, with like uh, Pro Tools and stuff like that, you don't need you don't need a whole lot of right. uh, of stuff. You yeah. know, you can you can do most of it. I mean, I could I could track half a record in in my apartment that's awesome know? dude and so. it really is i'm just having trouble getting this book recorded which you can pre-order it's that side right there you pre-order it right now where books are offered it comes out in a week or so i think yeah am i crazy anyway uh paul thanks for being on the show man welcome anytime i'm glad you're in texas thank god for you and uh, even though you're an atheist whatever i'm gonna say that the uh hey <laughs> it's true anyway appreciate you guys i love y'all god bless you and uh chat on blaze.com go check it out we will talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend. Y'all be good. Bye.